Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast. I created this podcast along with my blog and brand to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life. I truly believe that we all have the power to live a life we love, and to do so, it's so important to be in tune with ourselves and be open to growing and evolving. I believe that once we can trust ourselves and our vision, that's when we can thrive. So with this podcast, I plan to discuss all things to do with self-reflection, personal growth, mindsets, and self-belief, all aspects that affect us in our everyday life. If you feel connected to my message and want to listen more often, I will be sharing one podcast a week, so make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to today's episode, episode 45. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Nir Eyal. That was episode 44, all about distraction, time management, focus, and there were so many amazing takeaways. And if you haven't listened to episode 44, trust me, it's a good one. I took so many notes, so it was definitely an insightful one. So basically today, it's going to be a solo episode, and I feel like I haven't been on here in a while doing a solo episode. I think it's been like six episodes. And as much as I love interviewing people from different fields and industries and getting to hear different stories and more insight on different topics, I also love having these solo episodes because at the end of the day, I like sharing what I've learned and kind of what I'm going through too. And I think many of the topics I touch on hopefully resonate with you. I try to choose topics that I know people listening or in my life may resonate with. So today I wanted to talk about people pleasing. Personally, as much as I don't want to admit it, (laughs) I am a people pleaser. I think I've definitely gotten so much better as in I'm a little more in tune with myself and the decisions I make, but I still grew up being a people pleaser and it's still kind of part of me. So just to get an idea of what people pleasing is, according to Susan Newman, a New Jersey-based social psychologist and author, People pleasers want everyone around them to be happy and they will do whatever is asked of them to, to keep it that way. They put everyone else before themselves and it's almost an addiction that makes them feel like they need to be needed. So I think a lot of people talk about the idea of people pleasing and just being a nice person, for example. If you go out of your way for someone, of course, that's really nice thing to do. But I think the idea of being a people pleaser is much deeper than that. And a lot of the articles I read, especially in research I did, mentioned that a lot of people pleasers yearn for outside validation. And according to Linda Tillman, who is a clinical psychologist in Atlanta, she said that for people pleasers, their personal feeling of security and self-confidence is based on getting the approval of others. And so thus at the core, people pleasers, many of them lack confidence. They don't want to seem lazy, uncaring, selfish, or totally egocentric. And they fear that they will be disliked and cut from the group. So obviously not every people pleaser lacks major confidence. I'm not trying to overgeneralize, but this is just what they found through research and and with people who are major people pleasers. I think too, sometimes we assume we're people pleasers if we care about what others think. But you know, that's human to, to be empathic and to care for others and to want people to be happy and to also want approval, but that doesn't always mean you're a people pleaser. Being a people pleaser is I think way more extreme So like I said, I'm going to go into more details on my personal thoughts and what I think about the idea of people pleasing in this topic, but right now I kind of want to give some more tangible information and research. So the 10 signs that you're a people pleaser according to Psychology Today, 
I will go into more detail on these later in the episode, but for now, I'm just going to name the 10 so you can reflect on them. While I mention these, think if this is something you can relate to and if you think that you are a people pleaser. So number one, you pretend to agree with everyone. Number two, you feel responsible for how other people feel. Number three, you apologize often. Number four, you feel burdened by the things you have to do. Number five, you can't say no. Number six, you feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. Number seven, you act like the people around you. Number eight, you need praise to feel good. Number nine, you go to great lengths to avoid conflict. Number 10, you don't admit when your feelings are hurt. Those are the main 10 I found, but obviously you don't have to connect with all of them to really be people pleaser. Some other ones I found overall are you avoid making decisions or sharing your opinions. So maybe being indecisive. You're crushed when you discover that someone doesn't like you. You're unaware of how far you're willing to go until you're in over your head. And I want to go into more detail on that. So I asked you guys on Instagram, I posted on my story different polls with questions on whether or not you're a people pleaser or if you think you are one because, you know, I think some people assume that just caring about what others think and trying to be considerate of others means you're a people pleaser, which isn't always the case. So I want to start off saying I definitely, like I said before, I'm a people pleaser. I'm working on not being one. I definitely don't think I have all those signs that relate to being one. I think I'm slowly, I don't want to say drifting away, but I think I'm finding some boundaries and coming into my own and finding that confidence in myself to know that I can be a good person. I can be kind and considerate of other people, but I don't have to agree to everything. And it's so funny that I'm recording this right now because I honestly didn't even, maybe subconsciously I thought about it, but I wasn't even connecting it to this episode, but like an old friend of mine asked me to help him with like a project. And honestly, like I want to help people. And I first, the first message was like, oh, can I get some more info? You know, I can't commit yet, but like, I'd love to help you. Can I get more info? And then I just noticed, I saw it and it was just like so much to do. And honestly, I just have so much going on with what I'm doing that it wasn't a priority to me. And I think that someone else could do better at what he wanted. It's also like the fact that right now I'm over explaining myself as if I should feel like really guilty for saying no. And I, I did say no, but I pretty much just said like, I can ask friends of mine, like, I'd love to help you. Like I right now, I'm just swamped with personal projects, but I can help you out and find someone who can hopefully help you in that case. But it's not like a best friend of mine who really needs help with something. It's someone I haven't seen in years. And even though like I care to help, I think it'd be great. It's also like you have to think about what your priorities are. It doesn't make me a bad person for saying no. It just means that now I'm really trying to prioritize what matters and what's important to me in my own work. So that's an example. Like I obviously there are certain things I do for people like my friends. Like I don't, you know, it's not always the top of my list, but because I'm close to them, I care. I want to help them. And so I thought like, I can't help him in this sense, but I hopefully I can help him find someone to take on that role. And it's just funny because right before I recorded this, I responded to him and I was thinking about it feeling bad, but then I sent it like, okay, no, I feel so much better. Like, you know, you can't say yes to everything <laughs> for me. And maybe you can relate to this, but I personally grew up always making sure that everyone was okay. I, I always wanted to be inclusive and I fully believe in being inclusive and considerate and welcoming still. 
I guess I consider myself to be like the really nice girl and to a point where I felt like I needed to always say yes. I needed to always invite people and go out of my way. I think it's like a fine line because I don't, I'm not saying like now I don't care and now I don't make the effort or show up, like not at all. I prioritize people in my life and loved ones and I make time to show up. I work hard. I try to go out of my way. If something's easier for someone, I meet them halfway, you know, but I have to be honest with my expectations and what I can do. I always felt like I needed to make sure everyone was okay, everyone around me. And I think part of that comes from, I grew up in a Persian household and the culture is very much, um, we're very hospitable. We like to be good hosts. We like to make sure everyone's doing okay. We just like are overwhelmingly... (laughs) try to make sure our guests are having a good time so I've seen that growing up with my grandma and my mom especially I love my mom she's like one of the most considerate people I know and that definitely seeped into how I am but to a point where I would stress about making sure that everyone's okay and it went to a point where I was like oh gosh like I'm having a birthday party for example if I invite this one friend from like a different group of friends then I have to invite her 10 other friends to come like I would overthink these little things and I think there's like a fine line between being considerate and inclusive and caring about people's feelings like a normal empathic human but also just like over people pleasing and just doing it to a point where like you don't even enjoy it anymore because you're stressing and I'm kind of like that when I host I know it sounds weird but like I realize like sometimes I'm not even fully present because I'm like are they okay are they okay like are they fine talking to this person? Like if I bring friends from different groups together, like say like my college friends with my high school friends or I think like, oh, is that one friend okay over there? And I think it's good to a point, but not where I'm like, you know, I'm not even there anymore because I'm worried about like someone who may be a little more shy or I'm worried about making sure that everyone's having a good time. And I think there has to be a balance. And so that's just an example. I'm not saying like, I don't want to not care. Like I'm not trying to be extreme over here I really do like that quality in me that I want to make sure everyone's comfortable but it has also affected me in ways where agree to things that I knew maybe weren't beneficial or maybe wasn't the best time for me and that I stress out about that and it's not even necessarily about showing up to things sometimes even just the way you communicate so I used to always be like extra careful about the way I'd say something, you know, like making sure that this person doesn't take it personally or like, for example, if I couldn't make something, say I had to like cancel on a lunch date or something, I felt like I had to give a whole explanation. Like it's just so, I I also like hate thinking about it because I think it's so ridiculous. I think, I mean, I do to a certain extent, like if I'm canceling on something big, I don't want them to think I don't care, you know, like I definitely will say like, oh, this happened and there's a valid reason. But if, for example, I was going to meet a friend for coffee in like college or something, and then I ended up having like midterms to study for and I was super stressed about it, I felt like I had to over explain. So I'd say, I'm really stressing about this. I'm so sorry. Like, I hope, you know, like just so much. And it was such a waste of energy. I'd overthink it then. Like, do they think I don't care or are they mad at me? Do they think I'm inconsiderate? And it took so much of my energy and I realized like friends in my life, like the ones who genuinely get me and the ones that I honestly do want in my life are the ones who get it. The ones that I can tell them, oh, I'm really stressed about this. I'm sorry, I can't make it. And they'll understand. They won't think, oh, she doesn't care about me or she doesn't love me or 
she's so inconsiderate and if they do that's like not my problem so one thing that i read through the research is that people pleasers they fear seeming inconsiderate so they feel like they have to make it easier for everyone else and those moments for some reason even if i'm not aware of it even if it's subconscious like i'll feel like it's my responsibility especially in college i would like add so much on my plate and then i'd just be so worn out i'd be like okay i'll do this i can do it and i think a lot of it comes from my own pride is i want to believe that i can do all these things i want to believe that i can help all the people in my life but i realize it's kind of selfish when i think about it because as much as i care about the people in my life if i'm just doing it to please them part of it is that i want them to like me i mean that's what a people pleaser is you want to feel validated for doing the right thing you want to feel validated for helping someone you want to feel validated for going out of your way like linda tillman said who's a clinical psychologist she said a people pleaser's personal feeling of security and self-confidence is based on getting the approval of others when you're just trying to please everyone all the time you're not really being authentic you're not even being yourself really because Maybe you show up to lunch with a friend and in reality, you have so much work to do and you're stressing about it. And because you don't want to let them down, you show up and it's different. Yeah, if it's like a graduation, if it's a birthday, all of that. Yes, I think you should do your best to be there and go out of your way. But if it's something like a lunch or something you could reschedule, I think you need to understand that people will be understanding of it. And that's the other thing. I think when you realize that you can't control how other people feel or react, that's when you kind of feel a little more free. Because I can't control the fact that there are going to be certain people, you can literally tell them, it's not about you, or I care about you, but like I'm just really busy. And they will still take it personally, and you can't change that. Unfortunately, you can't force that. And if that becomes your job, if you feel like you have to prove it to them that you care, then... I don't know. That's just like maybe not a relationship you want in your life. And obviously, like, I'm not saying don't show others you care. It's different. But like, I'm talking about a relationship where you over time have proven you care. That person knows you love and care for them. If they don't understand the fact that you have to like reschedule lunch or something, that is not your problem. I posted some polls on my story. I wanted to get an idea of kind of how you feel about this topic and if you feel like you're a people pleaser and if you've experienced this. So actually got like a lot of votes compared to most of my polls. And I think because a lot of people could resonate with this. For now, it's probably going to change because it's only been like two hours. So as of now, when I ask the question, would you consider yourself to be a people pleaser? 74% of you who voted said, yes, I do. <laughs> And 26% said, not really. So basically, three quarters of you believe that you're a people pleaser. Cool. I just want to read the poll answers first, and then I'll go into more detail on them. The second one, do you feel guilty when saying no to plans? 83% of you said definitely. You definitely feel guilty when saying no to plans. I didn't even give a specific context or anything. This is just like in general. So I assume people think like even if you can't make it, you feel guilty for saying no, which is normal. And 17% of you said not really. And I noticed that actually some people who said they are people pleasers voted not really. So that they are people pleasers, but they don't really feel guilty when saying no. And then some people who don't consider themselves to be people pleasers said that they definitely do feel guilty when they say no to plans. So it's interesting how it went both ways. Then I asked, do you ever commit to plans or a task just to please others? 
So basically, like, do you ever agree to get lunch with someone or coffee if you don't, even though you don't really want to go <laughs> or just to make them happy? It's different if you're tired, but you're going to like a good friend's birthday or you're going to like a funeral or like a work event. There's certain things in life you just show up to, of course. But I think this is implied that, you know, do you commit to plans just to please others? Like something that you don't really necessarily need to do, but you say yes anyways because maybe you care about what these people think about you. So 76% of you said often yes. So yes, I often do commit to plans or tasks just to please others. And 24% of you said not really. And oh boy, I've definitely done that. And I'm trying not to right now anymore, Um, but I think I've gotten better at it. Sometimes I think like not wanting to go is enough of a reason. It obviously depends on what we're talking about, but I think overall the theme here is like things you don't have to really do. Like, like do you really need to go on lunch dates every week with the same person? Maybe you need to set some boundaries. Maybe you're busy. I think people in your life who get you and respect your time and they should respect their own time too will get that. So the next question kind of relates to the last episode because near Ayal, if you listen to that episode, we talked about um, focus, distraction, and time management. That was like the most of the episode and the importance of really reflecting on what is in your calendar. What do you schedule your time around? Do you reflect on your values often? Because at the end of the day, what we do every day, even just like lunch plans, everything you do in life should reflect your values. Other times you have to really reflect on what matters to me. One of my biggest pet peeves is when you like are talking to someone about making plans and they literally just like assume that anytime you have like any available time that's not like work or something, then you're free. You know, it's not really, well, it's like, oh, well, you're available because you're not working then. But say, for example, you're done working by like seven. Maybe you don't want to go to dinner that night from seven to 10. Maybe you want to relax. Maybe you want to clean your apartment. Maybe you want to work on a side project when you're home. So I think it's really on both ends respecting that but also some people don't realize that and that's okay you have to let them know you have to be okay with setting those boundaries and so going back to the poll the next question i asked was do you keep a calendar or some form of an organized schedule so whether that's just like even in your notes or a calendar on your phone or in your email or your outlook whatever you use do you kind of have a list of what you need to do and are organized in that sense and 70 percent of you said of course which actually was surprising to me because i feel like so many people just go about their day like maybe they go to work and they have to write down to-do lists but say for example like you're going to lunch or you have to clean like we don't always block out that time even just like for leisure i really liked that in the last episode with near we touched on how important it is to really block out those times like if you want to watch a movie you should block out that time and yes you don't have to always make a set schedule i'm not like on your calendar 24 7 but overall like if you're really busy and you want to prioritize what you have to do it's nice to like schedule that out we'll tell ourselves oh i'll read when i have the time or maybe i'll call my family when i have the time but putting on your schedule blocking that time out for even just like leisurely stuff or hanging out with friends that's important too And so 70% of you said that you do keep some form of organized schedule or calendar and 30% of you said not currently, so you don't right now, which is totally cool. I would say I had one, but I feel like not until like this last weekend, I really started putting everything in one calendar and it feels so much better. So I know I kind of went on a tangent, but 
overall that relates to this topic. Um, the next question on the poll, and this one had a majority of people saying yes, actually. So the question was, does setting boundaries sound intimidating or hard to you? So 88% of people said, depends, but yes. Oh, never mind. It just changed because someone else voted. I literally just refreshed it right now. 82% of you said depends, but yes. And 18% of you said not at all. So 18% of you are okay making boundaries. It does not sound intimidating. It does not sound hard. But 82% of you said yes, setting boundaries sounds intimidating and hard, (laughs) which I totally get. And the last question, which I think connects to the boundaries one as well, was lastly, do you overall feel responsible for how others feel about you? So I said overall because I think obviously a big chunk of how others see us is how we treat them and how we are around them, of course. But at the end of the day, we can't always control how people react. So before I go into more detail on that, (laughs) let me give you the answer. So 88% of you said yes definitely so yes i do feel responsible for how others feel about me and 12 percent of you said not really and that's not really i don't really feel responsible for how others feel about me so it obviously changed like some people said they feel like a people pleaser but they're fine making boundaries i think overall the people who voted like they're fine making boundaries are the ones who voted for the other ones saying you know I don't think I'm a people pleaser. I don't worry about saying no. I don't feel guilty. But overall, you can see that most people, especially when it comes to like how others see them, they feel responsible for that. I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, the way we treat people is huge. (laughs) You know, if you're mean to someone, of course, they're probably not going to like you. If you treat them horribly, I'm sure that's that's part of why they may not be your biggest fan. But sometimes it just really doesn't have to do with you. And I think it's important to realize in those cases that you can't always control how others react. So when it comes to being a people pleaser, you know, maybe you always put everyone before yourself. And a lot of it comes from that fear of rejection and that fear of failure. That's what a lot of this research says. says that we get into these inner debates with ourselves and we think, oh gosh, did I seem like a really mean person? Did I seem like a jerk? A lot of people pleasers apologize often. Like, I know people like this in my life. I have been this person. I am sometimes still. Like, I think I'm still working on it. And we attach ourselves to the opinions of others. And when you're a people pleaser, you don't really know what you want. You end up making decisions for other people. You want to help people, but then you don't know how to set your own boundaries. And I think that's one of the unhealthiest things you can do to yourself. And I think it's so detrimental if you can't set boundaries because you're just hurting yourself. We think, oh, like it's sweet. I'll agree to everything. I do things for everyone. Like I'll never say no. That person never says no. If you ask them for a favor, they'll do it. And it's like, do you want to be that person though? Like, are you genuinely happy? Are you confident? I think if you're really confident in what you want in your choices and who you are as a person like yes we all have insecurities and i think we all in some way care about what other people think you know we're human we want approval acceptance we want to be a part of a community i'm not going to pretend that we don't but you don't have to be a people pleaser a lot of people are more comfortable saying no and they don't feel bad about it and that doesn't make them a jerk i think that's one thing that really really when i reflect on it it really bothers me because i think growing up i used to think well, if people didn't like go out of their way to make something work or they weren't being extra considerate of people, then they're, they don't care. I'm laughing because I've experienced this so many times in my life. It's happened in some of my relationships and it's unfortunate because you lose some relationships or you go through rough patches because people may not realize that 
you needing to do something is not personal if that makes sense so that's what i mean by like you can't always control how people react like you could tell someone i love you i care about you but i can't make it to this event or i can't make it to this and if you feel like you have to over explain yourself and that they make you feel guilty for it then like i don't you know i don't think that's that's not healthy and so if you want everyone to like you 24 7 and you want to be on everyone's good side you're never going to be true to yourself like there's there's only so much you can do before you burn yourself out i obviously want to get into how you can stop being a people pleaser maybe but before that i think it's important to reflect on if you believe you are a people pleaser so i want you to ask yourself these questions and a lot of these i found while doing my research and i thought they were extremely helpful so i hope they can help you too so first one is this so ask yourself how did i become a people pleaser what was the first time i can remember really 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 caring about what other people think into maybe an unhealthy standard think of the deeper issue did i grow up always being the good girl or the good boy was i told that i needed to do everything that others said was i rewarded every time i agreed to something and the next one is am i afraid of not being enough am i afraid that i won't live up to other people's expectations of me and then ask yourself what do i get out of it is it an identity for me? Do I feel like it defines me by being this kind of people pleaser? Is this who I am? Is this who I believe I am? What emotions do I get from people pleasing? Am I happy when I do it? Or do I feel resentful that I agree to something maybe that I didn't want to do? Maybe I'm not being true to myself. So those are some questions to ask yourself because we need to realize doing good and people pleasing are different. You can go out of your way to help people. You can care for your friends. You can do favors for others but that doesn't mean you have to be a people pleaser people pleaser i think is going to a point where like you don't even know who you are because your identity comes from external validation it comes from others telling you oh my gosh thank you for going out of your way to stay here until midnight to help me with this so you need to take care of yourself first you know it doesn't make me a bad person i used to think it's like either extreme like either i have to do everything for other people and show up even when i don't want to or they're gonna think that i never accommodate and i don't care or i'm inconsiderate i think a lot of people pleasers expect that back then you expect everyone to be like you and so that when someone doesn't do that or if someone's like honest about what they have to do then maybe you're gonna think they're a jerk and that's not fair to either of you. So I think it's setting those boundaries with people in your life and making those expectations clear. And assessing your priorities. What do I value? What do I value? We often just live our lives without reflecting on what we value. You know, if our family is more important to us now, then maybe we're going to be with our family over going to a lunch. Or maybe right now our career is more important. Maybe we want to finish this project instead of going out to lunch. You can't please everyone. You just can't. <laughs> You can't, and I think once you realize that, and you know, I'm, I'm talking to myself too because I've been so much more honest with myself. And I think another part of this is being okay with that negativity. You may not be, you know, actually you may not be okay with it. You may not love it, but you have to learn to live with it. Because no matter what, you're going to set boundaries with certain people. They may respond in a very negative way and it may not be pleasant, but you just kind of have to go into it accepting that it's not about you i would overthink i would make sure like people knew i cared about them and then it became about me and i hate thinking that because it became like kind of selfish subconsciously it was like i wanted the validation back that they understood where i was coming from i think if you're confident in a relationship you're confident in yourself especially if you're confident in yourself you will be okay setting those boundaries 
because you'll know who you are. The more I know who I am, the more I say I know I'm a good person, like I know my intentions are good. I know that I show up when I need to and I genuinely care about these people in my life. And then I realize these are my priorities. The less bad I feel when I say no. If I can't make it to like a hangout with friends or something, even if I haven't seen them in a while, I'm not going to think, oh, they hate me or they're assuming the worst. Like, who am I to think that everyone's thinking about me? Do you know what I mean? If anything, like it's so about yourself, like people pleasing, you assume, oh, like they're mad at me or this and that. It's like no one's thinking about you. (laughs) Like not to like be a downer, but everyone's doing their own thing. You just need to be confident in your decision and realize, okay, have fun. I can't make it, but like, I'll see you next time. And then if they're really mad at you and hopefully you have people in your life who, if they're disappointed, if it's something that meant a lot to them and maybe you made a mistake, you didn't realize and you didn't show up, hopefully they'll let you know. Hopefully you can be close to people. I mean, it's not always perfect, but hopefully you can be close to people who will be honest with you and let you know, you know, I wish you showed up. This was important to me. Like, I know you care, but it really hurt my feelings. And then you can communicate about it because yes, sometimes we mess up. Sometimes we should put more effort then we put in and then on the other end sometimes we go so out of our way for things that like other people don't even really care about but like we feel like we really need to show up to and then it just makes our life harder so I think that's something to really reflect on at the end of the day you know you need to know who you are if you don't know who you are what your intentions are you're going to let other people define you it's it's just bound to happen and I love this quote by Tehi Hsie. I really hope I'm not saying that wrong, but the quote says, lean too much on other people's approval and it becomes a bed of thorns. The more obsessed we become with pleasing other people, being liked, saying yes all the time and not knowing what our limits are, what our priorities are, the less real we're being with ourselves. I grew up being that good girl and so often, so often I would hear you've changed or you're kind of being bitchy now. What happened to you? I've heard that many times before and it obviously doesn't feel great, especially if it comes from people who are close to you. But you have to remember, first of all, you've changed is like a compliment to me because I hope I've changed. I hope I've changed since like last year, a few years ago. That means I'm growing, evolving into my own. I know I haven't changed into some like horrible person. Like I know, you know, there's certain things that people won't be able to handle. If you're used to being around people who are people pleasers and maybe you got along with people pleasers, it may be hard for them to see that that's not what you want anymore. So maybe when you start being assertive or you start being real with them or you start being honest about what you know you want now, they may think you're like bitchy or that you don't care. When it's like, no, I just know my worth. I just know what I prioritize. I know it's important to me. I know who I am and I don't feel bad saying no. And the truth is I I haven't completely gotten over that i still so often feel bad when i say no i do it now more which i'm happy about because i practice it and i'm not saying like i say no to everything like i still show up and i like to go out of my way for loved ones i think i'll always be like that if i'm really tired but my friends are having a show like i want to go support them and that's genuine and i want to be there and so i go out of my way and i make it but not to a point where it's like this person wants a favor or they want me to like work with them for five hours and help them with something but I have so much work to do myself and so then it just takes away from my own stuff and then I'm staying up late and then I have to wake up early that's not what we want we want to be real with ourselves so I think it's important to have that calendar you really prioritize what you value set boundaries set your priorities set a time limit be okay with saying no and so some ways to stop I realize I didn't get into that yet but I read that some good ways to stop are the following Realize you have a choice. You know, it's so obvious, but 
we forget that it's weird because like you'll be asked to do a favor and i get so pressured like i put this unnecessary pressure on myself like i have to say yes set your priorities that we talked about of course and that has to do with reflecting on your values if you know what you value and you're more in tune with that you connect that to your decisions all your values connect to your decisions and then your thoughts your actions and words will all be aligned and you will feel so much better about the decisions you make you won't feel guilty when you say no you won't feel fomo when you say no and you will feel even more ecstatic when you say yes and you show up with intention realize that you can't please everyone you may say yes to someone and they keep asking you for favors then when are you going to say no no you're already in the cycle so you keep saying yes or like say it's someone at work who asks for a favor and it's maybe not your job maybe they say can you help me with this project stay till 1 a.m and maybe they're a really nice person so you feel bad so you start to help them and that's the thing people on the other end don't always have bad intentions you know like they just may think you're going to help them and that's cool. So they're like, they're saying yes anyways, I might as well keep asking. But you have to say no at times. You have to say no. And even when you say yes, sometimes you may not be able to please everyone. I realize I can't please everyone. And like, I've had people tell me this isn't their cup of tea. And that's cool. Thanks for letting me know. And like, I hope you find something you can connect to. But I also love when people let me know that they resonate with it and they love it. And I appreciate that. I can't like depend on that small percentage that like lets me know they don't like my stuff to make it work for them like yeah there's feedback but then there's people who just say like what are you doing i don't like this and that's okay i can't make everyone like my work because then it's not authentic and i've said this i think in my episode with christina gendelli who is a business coach i think she said something like if you're speaking to everyone you're speaking to no one And that's the truth. If you're one of those people that like tries to please everyone, it's not as authentic, I feel like. Imagine you have those priorities and you put those closest to you, those you care about the most as a priority. When you do show up, when you do show up, it means so much more. If you're just showing up for everyone just so they can tell you you're great and give you validation, then it's like, who even knows if it's real anymore? But when you show up for those you do care about with intention, they feel that. They feel that because they think, you took that time. I know you're busy. I know you have other priorities too, but I matter to you. Does that make sense? I hope that does. (laughs) Set a time limit. So say you want to meet someone or they need your help. Instead of saying, okay, I'm free all day. Like, when do you need me? But maybe say, okay, I'm free from 12 to 2 or I'm free from 5 to 7. Give a time limit, give a time frame. Realize that just because you're in quotes free, just because you're not physically at work or you're not at school, doesn't mean you have to be somewhere, you know? If someone says, oh, you're like free at these times, you can say, this is my time to be by myself or this is my time to hang out with a loved one or to read my book and People need to respect that. If they don't, then that's not your problem. That's not your problem. Say no and don't say more. And honestly, I think it's different with my close friends who I care about and some people I may realize are more sensitive. I will give more of an explanation. I won't just say, I can't go. I think I'm always like the type of person who will say, I can't go. I have to do this, but thank you, you know, kind of thing. I think I've grown from that, but like I still... I'm going to care about their feelings and give them like a a genuine reason. Set boundaries, which we've talked about. Be empathic. So this is an important one. I think it relates to the say no and don't say more because you have to think about who you're talking to. Tillman said too, we were talking about Tillman, the psychologist. She said that being assertive for many people means stepping all over people. 
That's what they initially think. But she explained that assertiveness is really about connection. Using an empathic assertion means that you put yourself in the other person's shoes as you assert yourself. As you assert yourself. So, for example, Tillman said, you let the person know that you understand where they're coming from, but unfortunately, you can't help. People need to feel heard and understood. And this is a respectful way of asserting yourself and saying no. So that's kind of what I meant by not just saying blatantly, no, I can't. (laughs) People want to feel heard and understood. So for example, like even just with my friend who I let him know that I won't be able to help him with his project, but I said, I am so willing to reach out to friends to help you and hope that can be helpful and good luck kind of thing, you know? I think it's important to put yourself in people's shoes because you will have people in your life who you will care about and they will possibly be more sensitive. So you don't also want to say like, who cares what they think they should know? You know, you you want to be a little more understanding of how they feel, but that's the thing. You can say it in such a nice way, still might take it personally because maybe they're a people pleaser or maybe they're insecure. And so anything you say comes off in the wrong way and you can't help that. You can simply say what you have to say and do what you have to do, but you can't control how people react. Another one is thinking whether or not it's worth it. You know what matters to you. And lastly, don't give so many excuses. And I think that kind of just relates to the say no and don't say more. Just say what you have to say. Be honest, be genuine, and move forward. (laughs) If people don't get it, they don't get it. But You don't want to be someone who's like super indecisive because you're just depending on other people's validation. It's so easy to be indecisive if you're thinking like I want other people to approve of me. Then you get in that conflict of I don't want to go because I have other things to focus on, but I don't want them to not like me. So then you become indecisive and you don't even know what you want. You have to be confident in saying I can't make it. Can we reschedule? Or I care about you and thanks for reaching out, but like this is not a great time for me. Or I understand where you're coming from, but I can't help right now. That's all you can do. I think the whole, you know, I feel like I sound like a broken record right now because a lot of this has to do with the fact that you can't please everyone. (laughs) It's not your responsibility to please everyone. And I know a lot of people voted that they think how others feel about them is their responsibility. And yes, obviously be a kind person. The way you treat other people is important, but at the end of the day, there are going to be people who don't like you and that's literally not your business or anything to do with you. Maybe they don't like the fact that you're not a people pleaser. Maybe they can't handle that you know what you want and to them it seems like, oh, they're so assertive. They know what they want. Maybe that's something they envy. Maybe that's something they need in their life. So I hope that was helpful. I am definitely working on not being a people pleaser myself. I've definitely gotten so much better, but I still have like hints of, even when I say no to something, I think like, oh, do they maybe think I don't care? I don't want them to think that, you know? And I realize, okay, you said what you had to say. If you are genuine and you show you care and you're respectful to those you love, but you're honest, they're going to get it. If they don't get it, that's not your problem. There's just so much you can do. And why waste energy on trying to make people like you? There will be people that don't like you. And honestly, a lot of times that just has to do with them, their own issues, whatever you trigger in them, their own insecurities. Be proud of the fact that you know yourself, that you know your values, that you know it's important to you. So when you do show up, you show up with intent. That means so much more than showing up just to say, hey, I'm a nice person. Now show up for me, you know, like it's so much more genuine when you show up for people. And if you have people in your life who don't get it, it might be scary. If you've been around people pleasers and you slowly try to drift away from that, 
and you try to be more in tune with yourself and make intentional decisions, then that might scare some people. And that might make you seem like you're changing, you know? They might say, oh, you're changing or you're more assertive. It's kind of bitchy, you know? But it's like, no, you just know what you want. You know what matters to you. And there's nothing wrong with that. You will attract more people in your life who are honest. There's no passive aggressiveness. There's no assuming the worst. It's just, I care, you care. Obviously, relationships take work. You have to remind each other of that. Overall, like neither of us are obsessed with making people like us. It's such a good feeling. You're really just like being yourself. And I hope I'm working towards that. Like I think I've always been pretty like a genuine person, but I have been a people pleaser where it used to make me feel weird if like people didn't like me. I was so used to being the good girl that if someone didn't like me, I thought something was wrong or I thought I had to like fix it. It was my responsibility to make them like me, even if it came from their own insecurities or even if it's something I couldn't change. It's so ridiculous to think about and I feel so much more free now that I'm more comfortable saying no, now that I realize I don't have to agree to everything. I want these authentic, genuine connections And so when I spend time with people, it means so much more. Sometimes you don't want to show up, but you show up because you care. And that alone is genuine and that's real. With that said, I hope this has inspired you to reflect on whether or not you are people pleaser or you know someone who is, and maybe this could be an episode that can help them as well. I hope you've been able to take something away from this. If you have, please let me know. Please feel free to send me a message because honestly, just taking these polls, It was very comforting because sometimes you feel like you're the only one going through this and you realize, okay, so many people feel this way. Even people who feel confident, you know, they seem like they're so confident from the outside, but they're a people pleaser too. We've all been there. It's also our responsibility to realize that other people are going to have their boundaries and set them and not all our friends and loved ones can make everything or do favors for us. And we have to be understanding of that. We have to be understanding. We can't also be like, oh, well, everyone has to like accommodate to me. That's just so ridiculous. You don't have to fully accommodate to someone else, but they don't have to fully accommodate to you. It's about finding that balance, those boundaries, and just being an adult, being understanding. And it's unfortunate, but you see that so many people grow up, even adults, (laughs) and they still try to people please, like at work, in relationships. So it's just about finding that balance and hopefully attracting people who get it too. And overall, work on yourself, your confidence, value your time. We only have so much time on this earth. What do you want to do while you're here? Do you want to be obsessed with making other people like you? Because you'll never be satisfied. It'll be a never-ending game. And then you'll be so sad when you realize, oh my gosh, one person doesn't like me. I can get like a hundred messages that are great. And then I can get one that says like, I don't really like your stuff. I don't really know what you're talking about. Am I going to overthink that one and be obsessed with making them like me? (laughs) Or am I going to move on and realize I know who I am? If I say no to a favor and they make me out to seem like a really bad, inconsiderate person, that's not my problem. (laughs) Trust me, mature people in your life who are confident in themselves and the type of people you want to attract are the ones who will understand. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you've been enjoying the show, please feel free to leave a rating or review. I know that the ratings don't reflect how many people listen to the show because I can see the numbers and it doesn't match up. And, you know, obviously I don't want to be pushy about it. Like I sound like a broken record, but I just really would appreciate it because I'm really curious to hear like what you think and and what interests you. And if you're enjoying the show, like I always want an honest review. And if you voted on Instagram, thank you, thank you. That was so helpful. My Instagram is at tara.mont and the Instagram for this podcast is at trustandthrive. And all that information will be in the description of this episode, along with my YouTube and my website and all the information you need. 
So thanks again for listening, everyone. I hope you're enjoying the first week of fall. I am so excited. Fall is honestly my favorite season. Cozy. I love the colors. It just makes me feel good. Even though I'm in LA and it feels like summer all year round, I still love fall. I absolutely love it. So make sure to subscribe if you haven't yet so you don't miss an episode. And I want to thank you. I truly want to thank you. We're slowly getting to almost a year of the show. And even just doing these solo episodes reminds me of why I started. First few episodes were all solo episodes. So this is how I started. It just feels so weird, like almost full circle that it's almost been a year. I'm just so incredibly grateful for the opportunities, for the people I've met. And this is only the beginning. This is only the beginning. So I'm not stopping. (laughs) I am so excited to see where we go from here. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a part of this journey. So thank you. I truly appreciate you. And I will catch you all next Thrive Thursday. Thursday.